Hello, hello, hello. We are back once again. This is Spirit Breakout with the continuation of Noah and the Ark. Today we will be covering the flood. And let's dive right into it. But before I dive into it, my name is Chantal Khan. I am your favorite host. <laughs> yes, and once again, this is Spirit Breakout. If you have any questions after I'm done, go right ahead, drop the question, and I'll be sure to answer it. Whatever the question is, there are no silly questions. So whatever you ask, I am going to do my best, and I will answer it. All right, let's get into it. And once again, this is Spirit Breakout, The Flood. Uh, we are on Chapter 7 today. Now, the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. You shall take with you seven of every clean animal, a male and female, which, of course, simply means the species of the animals. For example, <clears throat> horses of different breeds, so two of each of those breeds in a male and female or two of each bird, two of each snake, two of each whatever, you know, that's what he meant. Um, if you read further down, because it was saying seven of each birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the earth. So I kind of jumped the gun there. That was, that explanation that I gave beforehand was to describe the different species of the animals. That's why he said seven of each birds and so forth. <clears throat> Moving right along. All right. And of course, oh yeah, I read this part already. Seven of each birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the earth. And the plan for God to replenish the earth was not one to be taken lightly. He could have easily said, I am God. I will simply have a new beginning altogether, which... I think if either one of us were God, that would probably be the best thing that we would have done. But of course, that's why we're not God and he is God, you know, full of wisdom and power. But he chose to allow Noah, his family and those animals to be the new earth. And could you imagine everyone was destroyed, but Noah, his sons, his wife and his daughters-in-law. How privileged are those um, daughters-in-law huh, for being married to Noah's son in such a time in that generation? My God, their lives were spared simply because of the connection. This story of Noah, it goes so deep because it, 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 you can even take it and put it together with saying who you're connected to. Be careful of your connections. Your connections can make or break you. Your connections can cause you to fail. Your connections can cause you to succeed. It all depends on what your connections or who your connections are connected to. If they're not connected to God, most times, nine times out of ten, it's about to be a failure. But as long as your connections are connected to God, just by simply reading the story of Noah and this flood, it already shows you that that's the best connection right there. Moving right along. 
Noah was told by God during all of this planning that after seven more days, I will cause it to rain for 40 days and 40 nights so that all living, all living things that God had created will be destroyed. Noah followed all that was commanded of him from God. Noah was 600 years of age when the floodwaters were on the earth. That's some age on him. 600. Could you imagine living for 600 years and for Noah to build an ark? It, it tells us that Noah was still strong. It was, I guess, being 600 back then was like you're in your 30s. Because to be 600 years old and to still be strong and, and vibrant as Noah was, um, oh my God, I'm just imagining just, wow. It's just, wow, just to be in awe, you know? 600 years of age when the floodwaters were on the earth. My goodness. The Lord himself shut them in on the ark. I love that part because it, it, it shows me that had it not been the Lord that shut the door of the ark, when the people came knocking after the floodwaters began to rise, I could tell you that Brother Noah probably would, would have opened the door and let them in with the way the Bible describes them. The heart that he has, he, you know, he has a heart for the people. I'm pretty sure that when he heard the knocking, he would have opened the door and say, just come in, come in real quick. Hurry up and come in. But the Lord had to do what he had to do. Like I said, only he is God. He is the all-knowing, all-seeing God. He knows all and he sees all. So he shut the door of the ark and he shut them in. Nobody can undo what God has done. And that is so, so amazing and so vital too. Because can you imagine God does something and then someone else comes and undoes what God has done in your life? That would not be good, especially a great thing, you know? So whatever he does, he does it well. Moving right along. And once again, for those of you just joining, this is Spirit Breakout. With your host, Chantal Khan, this is Spirit Breakout. And again, if you have any questions about whatever I read that you don't understand, just let me know. Drop it in the, in the ping and I'll get to you. I'll answer whatever questions we have, whatever questions you have. Moving right along. And for 150 days, the waters prevailed on the earth. Here's where it got real good to me. The Lord used the wind in chapter 8, verse 1, to stop the rain and subside the water. To subside the water means that he caused the water level to stop rising. That means like it, it just stopped. And it's, it's just so amazing. He used the wind to do that. Just to know the power of God. He, he just, he says one simple word or he does one action. A simple action. And the wind now is doing his bidding. Could, could you just imagine what a great God this is? I mean, such a mighty God. Just he used the wind <laughs> to stop the rain and subdue and subside. I'm sorry, to subside the water. There's no other God like him. My God, no other God like Jehovah. Wow, it's just amazing. I just, I love this story so much. I've read it over and over, but every time you read it, you get a new revelation. And also, I included a fun fact in here. And the fun fact is this. The flood started on the 17th day 
of the second month and ended on the 17th day of the seventh month on the Mount of Ararat. The waters continued to decrease until the 10th month. The tops of the mountains were seen on the 10th month on the first day of the 10th month. It's like everything was just lining up with each other. You know, could you imagine just all of this time in the water, on in the ark, on the water, and you're with the animals? I mean, whoo! I could just imagine how the ark smelled, you know, realistically. But it was like God had these animals behaving in the ark for all of this time. They were ferocious beasts in there, poisonous animal, um, you know, snakes and stuff in there, and everything was peaceful in there because you never read anywhere where it said that um there was chaos in the ark or any fight broke out nothing of the sort i mean like wow could you imagine just being in that ark just above everything else you're just on the water and you're just going just amazing i love the story of noah and the ark i don't know why it just it sits on my heart and i love it i just love it uh, we're moving right along. After 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made. He sent a raven out, which kept going to and fro until the waters dried up from the earth. The dove was sent out, but found no resting place and returned to Noah. On the seventh day, he sent the dove out again. From reading the scriptures, he sent him out from the morning and the dove came back at evening time with a freshly plucked olive leaf in her mouth. No one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. Seven days later, he sent the dove again, and it never returned to Noah, which means that now, okay, the water is low enough that maybe he found a tree. He found, whatever it is that he found, he was resting. He didn't have to come back into the ark. And it's just beautiful that the bird had enough sense to know to pluck a fresh piece of olive leaf to bring it to Noah, which would signify it's getting better. You know, it's getting better. The waters are receding. It's almost time to come out. And that gave Noah hope. I feel as though it gave Noah hope to know that, okay, it's almost that time to let let the animals out. It's almost that time that we would be able to get out of here and see what the earth has, you know, what it has become. And of course, you know, his curiosity must have been growing just to, to see like what happened because it, it rained for so long and then the water stayed on the earth even after the rain subsided. So I know his curiosity, my curiosity would have been peaking. I'm talking about through the roof just to to see what happened to the earth. Where did all the people that died, where are they? Are they still there? Are the bodies there? You know, like rational thinking. I'm putting myself in Noah's shoes and I'm imagining that this is what he probably was thinking as well. You know? Anyway, we're moving right along. Scripture says that in the 600 year and f- 600 and first year, the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters dried up from the earth. Noah removed the covering of the ark and look, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. I can't imagine the shout of hallelujah that he put out just to see that it was dry, which means, oh my God, I can walk on the earth 
again. <laughs> oh my goodness. On the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth dried. My God. That is amazing. God spoke to Noah and said, go out of the ark. You and your wife, your sons and their wives, bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you so that they can be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Ooh, what a sigh of relief finally coming out of the ark. Wow. Him, his wife, his sons, and his son's wives. And they are going to be the ones to multiply on the earth, to be fruitful. My God. This story always amazes me. You know, it's like, like I said earlier, every time I read it, I learn something new. Something else, gets, it just captivates me. It's just something about the story of Noah and the Ark. You know, it just gets to me. It sits right here on my heart and I would read it over and over and I'm continuously getting a new revelation. And every time I get a new revelation, most times I would, I would write it down, you know. But it's just amazing to see the, the glory that God got from all of this. That one righteous man had, he found favor. With God, whereas through him, the earth got multiplied again and it, it became filled. And from there on, everyone else that we read about in the Bible became who they are. But it started with Noah. This is after Adam and Eve. It started with Noah. This is it's just amazing. It, 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 it opens up your mind. You know, like to think like you could start off with someone and that person kind of dwindles off from you. This is what God is saying. Just because you started with someone doesn't mean that that's who you're going to finish with. Because your race may be longer than the other person's race. The situation you're in, that person can't handle it. Where I'm taking you, these people cannot go. You have to do it alone but I'm going to be with you. And this is exactly what happened with Noah. And this, it's just beautiful. It sits with me. Like I said, I always loved it. And I think I love this thing for the rest of my life. This story of Noah and the ark. Anyway, guys, it's getting kind of late. And I just want to end here. I will see you guys tomorrow right back here for Spirit Breakout. I do pray that. You guys, keep yourselves well. Stay in the Word. Study the Word. Remember to pray. You know, take your prayers. You pray at 12. You can pray at 3 p.m. You could pray at 5 p.m., 6 p.m., midnight, whatever. You're in your car. Take a moment and pray. You're, you're at work on your lunch break. Take a moment and pray because we're never too busy for God because he's never too busy for us. And once again, I am your host, Chantal Khan, and this has been Spirit Breakout.